down, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Big Stupid Podcast. I'm Kevin. And I'm John. And we're just two Gen Xers who are hiding from our wives in the basement, just trying to have fun. <laughs> yeah, are we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking of cutting that shit out. <laughs> yeah, fuck that thing, man. <laughs> All right, let's just go. I hate saying it. that thing, but they they tell you like you should have a little thing. Who's they? Who's they? they? Those they people. Fuck. Hey, listen. From day one, we were always fuck they. And you know what? We're done with that dumb shit. Because every time you throw that in, it's I'm just, like, it just I'm feels like, fucking dude, weird. Like you really fucking fuck up the flow of the show. And I I'm, do. And I, like within the first like. 30 seconds, and I'm like, yo, fuck the Gen X, fuck Gen Z, fuck them all. Yo, we're just going to do what we do. Throw that, and this is the last time you're going to say that. It is. All right, we're, it, yeah, uh, we're just... absolutely the last time I'm going to say it. All right, thank God. Right, I, so, I, so. I hate saying it every time, and I, but I fucking shove it in there because Bro, that's what they say. Let's be honest. No one's listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, so... All right, so we're two Gen Xers in the fucking basement. All right, we yeah. get it. And we're, and we're two and, just and to, suck. Tonight is the last night we'll ever be two Gen Xers just stuck in the basement hiding from the wives. It's the last fucking night. And you know what's funny? It's like every time, like, we were like, ever since you started doing that, every time you started the show, it was like we would be on a good roll for the intro. Like, cause we're always, we always start out strong. Yeah. And then you would be like, oh, we're just two Gen Xers in the basement. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> and I was like, all right, all right. Maybe, maybe we got to do that. You know? Yeah, of course you don't, Siri. Shut um, up, Siri. And, and you know, it, it's always like one of those things like, all right, maybe it'll work. You know, maybe it'll catch on. Yeah, no, no. it's not catching on. It's just bad. <laughs> we suck. It sucks. It sucks. All right, so we're gonna stop doing it. It's that. so bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you guys can't see Kevin, but he just put his hands over his ears and said, "It's so bad." So it, it is that bad. All right. Oh my god. So, oh, ladies and gentlemen, was- today we are talking about. Bedtime stories. Oh, bedtime stories. All right. Yes. So by the time you tell your first story, I'm going to be out cold because it took us. Wait, hold on. Let me put my glasses on because I can't see it. Oh, my God, you old fuck. 50 minutes to get the show started today. It took us 50 minutes to get the show started. So well, we're you gonna know what? Fuck... There's a lot that goes into a show like ours. OK. Uh, oh, it, oh, yeah. It really? All right. You can't just throw this together. You think what do you think this is? <laughs> That's what we do. What do you think this is? Tune styles? It's been a while since we threw a jab. So I... Yeah, we got we got to throw a jab. And since and since they oh, since they can't since they can't fight back. I fucked up. All right, so anyway. So today we were talking about bedtime stories. We're talking about stories that we were told as kids. We were we were talking about stories that um, we told our kids, uh, or we read, or we read to our kids before they uh, before they went to bed. Um, we, stories that we were told before we went to bed as as little, little children. 
little John, little Kevin, little, little, little big stupid podcasters that we are. No, yeah, is that right? right. <laughs> so uh, you want to start off with yours, John? Yeah, this is going to be a very short show because so I, I remember zero stories read to me at night. Wow. I, I don't remember any of it. I, I don't remember ever being read to. Um, maybe they tried. I, I really don't know. I, I'm going to be, I'm hundred percent honest right now. I don't remember ever being read a story to, to go to bed. <laughs> it's, it sounds sad. So sad. <laughs> it really does. And it sounds, yeah, like, it, is. it sounds like they just threw you in the room in the bed, slam the door, clang. <laughs> Just yeah, shut it's not, the fuck no, up and go no, to bed. No. You know what? It wasn't like that. It it wasn't like that either. I really just if I was I really dude, I'm gonna be honest, I don't remember ever being read a story before I went to bed. Now I'm sure my mom will tell you she read me a thousand stories, yeah. but like I, I, I really don't remember it. Um, you know, I, I'm gonna be honest, but hey, hey, shit happens. <laughs> hey, so so why don't you tell us how many stories you were read as a child? Because I'm sure it's fucking awesome. <laughs> well. <laughs> All right. Let, let me go to sleep for a while and then wake right. me up in an hour. <laughs> well, he, no, but, but here's, the, here's the funny thing is that my parents did, did read me stories um, before I went to bed as, okay. as a y- really young child. Yeah, um, and I remember, you know, I I, I can't exa- like I don't know the names of them now, but like I could, I could like describe it to you in like weird HR puff and stuff type of ways, you know. Like, yeah, 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 like yeah. Recesses of my fucking memory, right? Um, but like I can remember, like there's this there's this book, uh, this book series. I think they're called like Little Monsters or whatever, and it's like just me and my dad, and like. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember them. I, I know those books. Yeah, right? yeah, I know what you're talking about. So, like, I remember, and it's so funny because my parents, <laughs> my parents were were like, it's almost like they didn't know how to explain life to me sometimes. So they like, so they did it like through movies and like books and like stuff like that. <laughs> so like, like. <laughs> Like okay, my, I'm a, I'm a child of divorce. Okay, all right. Yeah, um, yeah. my my parents divorced when I was very very young, um, and then my father got remarried. Okay, so they taught me, they taught me <laughs> about divorce through a movie called Kramer versus Kramer. Oh. <laughs> Dustin and that's Hoffman. what we went through, son. <laughs> Dustin Hoffman and oh my god, what's her face? The the Meryl Streep. Okay, they're they get divorced, and the kid has to go like back and forth, and oh my god, and like the father is like like it, it, thinking back now, like um, what's his name? The Dustin Hoffman in that movie was like abusive, <laughs> but I Dude. mean, that, but I mean, that's like that's how it was back in the day, like. Be, like, before you before you finish just remind me i have one of these 
TV movies that I have to talk about. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, no, so, are, you, so, no, are you sure? Yeah, yeah. And then I'll I'll go back to mine. All right. So these TV movies that were on. Well, this isn't a TV movie. This is an actual you, film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. This is this is like an actual documentary, basic. Okay. That like that I watched as a kid, <laughs> and th- this basically shaped my entire life as a youth where I would not leave my parents' side. The fact, like, I watched the Adam Walsh, like, movie documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when when they said they found his body Uh in one spot and his head in another spot, yeah, that fucked me up so bad that I literally would not leave my parents' side. Like, if they, if, if, if any movie where you wanted to keep your kids at home for as long as possible, that was it. And if there's a movie where, and, and, and it's a true story, it's a terrible story, but it's a true story, but where my life was basically shaped around this, where it's like, it made me, th- you know, it, honestly, at a young age, it made me think that everything and anything I do could end in this. Oh yeah, and and it's and and it's not just being abducted and and you know killed. It's you know like stupid things you do or choices you make or you know like this video, this movie changed a lot of the way that changed the way I think. It is insane, but like it, that really, I'm sorry. It really stuck with me. Yeah. So anyway, I'm sorry. I cut you off. I had, no, no. I, had to, I had to tell it because I probably would have forgotten it anyway, but you know, well, it's, it's funny that you, um, it's funny that you mentioned the Adam Walsh thing because they taught me another, <laughs> they taught me another lesson through a movie called Without a Trace. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Without a Trace was a don't leave your mommy and daddy's side or somebody will fucking take you. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and, and basically kill you and separate your well, head from your body. Well, no, no, no. Yeah. This this was actually it, it actually had a, a happy ending because they oh oh did it? Well, they fa- they found the kid and 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 they um they and and I mean it wasn't. It wasn't that long. It wasn't like it was like years. It was like, you know, whatever. But it was that scary fucking thing. Like, hey, strangers can take you and do shit and, you know, whatever. So, um, but I mean, I fucking learned that in kindergarten. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) And and you know, it's funny going back to the other thing. It's like, I remember being in a department store. And all I remember, like, like I was like looking at something and all I remember is like, my, I think my mom was like, you want to wind up like Adam? And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Like I wandered off and I was looking at Star Wars toys. Just, I, I, dude, it's, it's, it's so, I, it's hard to interpret, but dude, and I just, and that was just ingrained in my head. I, um, at a, at a very, dude, I'm talking like young. So oh, shut up. Fucking Sarah. I got to take this watch off. Sorry. I yeah. uh, I was in a department store with with my 
with my parents or maybe it was just my mom but we were i was um you know they have like a they have like coats on like a big circular rack i hid inside that rack in the middle of the rack and so like she thought i fucking disappeared and i thought it would be funny that when she called my name that i didn't say anything Um, it's hysterical (laughs) dude that is hysterical (laughs) looking as a parent now dude tell me how great that is oh my god (laughs) i would have flipped out i I would have lost my fucking mind so she did but wait 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 so she did go ahead and finish finish, finish. i'm just saying she lost her fucking mind fucking went ape shit on me Go on. After watching the shit that we watched back in the day, I never let my kids out of sight. Oh yeah. It is a fucking nightmare. Like 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 trying to keep track of them. And dude, to this day, it is so hard. And my kids are a lot older than your kids right now. Yeah. And now like my oldest, he's 13. He wants to go and do stuff. You don't know how hard it is to let him go. Oh, I do because I have a four. I have a sixteen-year-old. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I, I keep forgetting about. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, oh well, God. But now, but now my my kids are at park age, so they're like, take me to the park, take me to the park, and then I'm like, okay, and then all of a sudden, and I've got three of them, and they're scattered around because they don't want to play with each other they want to like oh i want to be on the swings i want to be on the slide i want to go on the monkey bars i'm like ah, yeah, yeah. see the fuck together yeah, yeah. No, that didn't happen <laughs> that ain't happening man so, <clears throat> oh boy so that like and it's only about 30 seconds but that 30 seconds that you don't see that one kid you're like what the fuck where'd uh-huh. they go uh-huh. and you just you just scan the entire the entire park, and I don't know how you do it in that thirty second, but you just like, like you find them all. You find them forth. all. Yeah. Oh, oh I, 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 you know how many times I head count my kids the entire time on there? It's insane. But it's like we went, we went to Van Sant Park once. I, I only oh, had two. Yeah. That's right by me, dude. That playground is so big at Van Sant Park. I'm mm-hmm. just like, I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. I, I pulled them out. I'm like, we gotta go. I told, I told them we we gotta go. I told I, Jennifer, there's, there's this, um, I think it's, I think it's in, uh, uh, fuck, I forget where it is, but it's uh, Ridgewood. I don't know, but it's not, it's not that far from me. Yeah. And, um, she, she calls it the duck pond because it's where oh, they, the duck pond. Everybody knows the duck pond. Yeah. So she goes and she runs, you know, she would run around Yeah. and I would bring the kids and, they would play on the playground, but the playground is, it's not, it's not huge. Like it's not a, a vast area, but it's tall. Yeah. All right. Cause they have like levels and it's got these green bars, like, 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 um, like railings. Yeah. But these, these green bars and because they're, because they're green and because they're so close together, you can't, I can't always see the kids like, like okay. they're, they're like running, you know, because the, yeah, the yeah, yeah. bars are tall and they run 
And I'm like, I, I they get lost. I, I I lose them in the green shit. And I'm like, oh. And then then all of a sudden they disappear behind a wall uh, on the thing. And I'm like, oh wait. And then there's a slide on the other side of the thing. And I'm like, oh my god, it's it's just a constant anxiety attack. And I'm like, I'm not fucking taking these kids there anymore. <laughs> so bedtime stories. Yes, yes. As we uh, yeah, we <laughs> totally went off track. All right. Oh, th- just just due to the fact of my shitty upbringing. But go ahead. All right. So my parents, my parents, when I was when I was very young, um, they used to they used to read me like like the. Um, the little golden books, you know, the, um, Oh, I remember, I remember. You know, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so it was that like, there, there was one that was like, it was like Mickey mouse and like, and like, I don't know if it's Mickey's nephews or if it's Mickey's kids or what, but they were like, they look like little baby Mickey's. Yeah. And, um, it was the, uh, the ma and her kids, you know, those, the bandits from like, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Um, they uh, they were there, and there was some mysterious like crystal ball that they were like stealing, and like they Mickey had it. I don't know whatever the frig it was, but um, that was one of the books. All right. And, um, so there was there was that. There was the amazing Mumford had a had a book from Sesame Street, the magician. Right. Oh God, I'll yeah, love Jesus Christ, peanut butter, peanut butter sandwiches. sandwiches. Oh my God, Jesus, how the fuck do you remember that one? Jesus, that's what I'm saying, dude. Like, so, 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 what would happen is, I, I had a thing about Sesame Street, and, I, and to this day, it's it has a place in my heart. Like, I don't know, I don't know what, but like, I, I really love Sesame Street. Yeah. yeah. And um, what do you call? So I used to watch it religiously every day and it came on like two, twice or two or three times a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I watched it every day and I learned a lot of shit just by watching Sesame Street before I even got to kindergarten. Right. Right. I went into kindergarten day one and the teacher pulled my parents aside and, and she was like, she was like, you know, he could read. And my parents are like, yeah, he was been reading for like quite a while now. Right, right. You know? So what happened was my parents used to read to me. And then I got to a point where I was reading and they were like, here's a bunch of books. Yeah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, read. Read, yourself, read yourself to sleep. So I, like, <laughs> so I, I read, I read like a shit. I read like a shit ton of books. Yeah. Myself. You yeah. know, so I remember reading all of these, you know, all of these books, these books. It, and it's funny because I, I can't tell you, my mother sat there and read the cat in a hat to me. Yeah. But I know she did, you know, yeah. like, um, like, I, I don't remember it. I don't remember it. Like, I don't remember an instance but I remember right. her reading to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know. I, I know. I had that book, so I had some yeah, point. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, um, but I do, I do remember, and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna talk about it later because it's my, it's gonna be my favorite one. Um, <coughs> but uh, my grandmother, I remember my grandmother reading to me, and I'll, and I'll, I'll talk about that later. But um, so, so yeah, my books when I was a kid. Um, so like, like I said, it was little golden books, Mickey mouse, Sesame street, 
Um, I, I can't. Oh, the the little monsters thing. Uh, Berenstain Bears. Yeah, yeah. So, so that was that was like my that was my experience with with reading reading those books. Right. What about so now? What about you? What me reading? Well, or, or your your parents reading to you or whatever. I already told you they never did. They, they never did not not even once. Uh, dude, honestly, I, I'm I'm gonna be honest. I can't remember a single uh, instance. Um, I, I'm gonna say, like, I can't say they didn't, but but like, I, I don't remember. I remember having books. I remember looking at the pictures. I mean, I used to always, I was used to always flip through the pictures and look at the books. Yeah. I, I remember I went to work with my dad when I was really young and he, he used to take me to work every you know, when he would work late at night or, you know, whatever. And he read me a book one time at this, at, at this office that they had like books for kids or whatever. And, um, what was it? Um, oh my God. I can't remember. It, it was, it was a book where shit it was in North Arlington too you know and um I, I'm trying I'm trying to dig deep and I really can't remember what what the book was but there was a um a name in the book and like it was like supposed to be pronounced one way uh-huh. but he pronounced it the wrong way kind of on purpose uh-huh and we just laughed our asses off about that. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, and, and we we're, we're just laughing, you know, and every time like we would go to that place, he would actually read me that book. Oh, that's so cool. I, I, I do remember that. And if you give me some, I, actually that, that memory just popped in my head. That's why I can't remember. Cause like all these things we're talking about, it's like triggering a whole bunch of shit. And that is that, that's the one thing, um, it, I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you go for a little bit, and I'll tell you. I'll, like in a few minutes, I'll remember it. Go ahead. All right. Um, so there's. Uh, we used to read to. Now you said you said your your experience reading to your children was a nightmare. Well, no, everything is a nightmare. But like re- reading was, <laughs> re- reading was the one thing that actually went well. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. It it actually, you know, bedtime was the one thing we were very strict on because they were nightmares, and like, like when bedtime was time, there there was no, this was it. Yeah. Eight o'clock, you're in bed, you know, or even before sometimes, you know, it was like this is it. I put up with your shit all day. Yep, you are done there is no five more minutes there is no 10 more minutes there is no one more minute like it's eight o'clock go upstairs and get the fuck to bed that's basically what it was like in our house all right and and it's one thing that like i hear other people like that have kids you know my age or in the past or whatever and it was very flexible where they're like, oh, well, you know, five more minutes, I'll finish the show, you know, or let them do this. There was none of that. And the problem is, though, my kids dictated to us very early that they get zero, like, um, chances, like, like, 
leeway. Is, yeah, is yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess there's there, there's no leeway. All right, eight o'clock. I don't give a fuck what you're doing. You're going to bed. And it was like that for a very long time because they dictated it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, when Juliana was a baby, mm-hmm. okay, we would Jennifer and I would go into her room. My wife Jen. Yeah, your wife Jen. <laughs> we would go into her room, and we would we would sit her like she would sit in my lap, <coughs> and Jen would <clears throat> Jen would read, and Julia and she would show Juliana the the pictures, and Juliana would like touch the book and look at the pictures, and then we would turn the page, then we'd read the next page. Sometimes daddy would read. Yeah. And as she started to get older, she would, she would like follow along because she started to get like, she couldn't read, but but she could, she knew what was coming next because she knew the story so well. Cause she memorized. Yeah. Basically memorized the story. So, um, so I remember reading to her, um, llama llama red pajama. All right. Okay. Um, so it was like Llama Llama, Mrs. Mama. They put it, she puts him to bed and he's like all afraid in the dark. And she's washing dishes downstairs and he wants water. And, she, and he's like, Where's Mama? And Mama comes upstairs and he's she's like, Llama Llama, we, I had enough of your llama drama. Like all this, all this stuff. This is Llama Llama Red Pajama by Anna Dudney. All right. Um, and it was it was just it was really cute and it was um, entertaining for her. The the pic, the pictures like were were like really bright, yeah, yeah, bright yeah. and you know expressive and whatever and and she loved it. And a- after a while, she started to like she started to know what was coming next, and, and she you know she would do that. So yeah. my first my first one that I that I really loved reading to to Julie was um, Llama Llama Red Pajama. So we All have, right. So now you. All right. So, um, the, well, uh, other than what my parents did, um, reading, we, we actually read to the kids every night, whether it was me or Jen or, okay. you know, like not both of us. It was always like, <laughs> it's your night. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, fuck. And then when it's not your night and the other person's up there, you're like, yeah, fuck you. You know, so so that's basically um what it what it was like. It was um, you know, it was it was it was like that, you know. And um, you know, I'm just gonna go by the the heavy hitters of, of like for some reason the kids enjoyed this book. It was called Too Many Toys. Okay. I don't know who the hell wrote it, you know, but basically it was like as a story about a kid. Um, he had a shit ton of toys and it was just overwhelming the house. Parents are stepping on toys, tripping on toys. Everybody's tripping on toys. And eventually the mom's like, that's it. You have too many toys. You need to get rid of some. And the kid's like, what? He's like, you want me to choose how to get, like, you really want me to pick this out? You know, so the kids start bargaining. He's like, I'll give you, you know, two of these for one of these. And, you know, it was just, you know, it was basically, a, you know, a totally, a, you know, a total story about. Um, 
a subliminal message where the parents probably wrote a story and then said, we're going to get it in the kid's head that they got to get rid of their shit because they have too <laughs> yeah. much shit. Yeah. You know, so, so that's basically the idea behind that one. And um, as we all know, as parents, that that's not always that easy. I think our parents get more attached to the kids things than the kids do sometimes oh, a lot of times yeah and and you know it's you know it's funny it's it's that middle of the age shit you know where it's like baby toys sometimes there's that one toy you know you gotta hold on to but a lot of times baby toys they're they're just you know come and go yeah but then then there's always that those things that like yeah i was doing it the other day i have Two, four, I have eight Tupperware things stacked up right now. And I'm looking at them right now. And it's all full of things that my kids used to play with. And in some of those bins are some of the things that I used to play with when I was younger. Mm-hmm. All right. Like, like, like Hot Wheel cars and things like that. And Thomas the Train and, you know, all these things. And I'll be damned. I, I, have, a whole, I have a whole bin of little people. The original little people. Oh, nice. There is no way in hell I'm getting rid of them. Of course not. You know what I mean? So, so you know, it, it's, you know, certain things you get rid of. And, and if, you know, my wife's a butcher. Like, if it was up to her, she'd throw everything out. And I'm I, like, I just can't. Yeah. I my, just can't. My, my wife is, my wife is better at throwing shit away than I am. Yeah. Um but she she does every once in a while she's like no that can't be touched. Yeah. Um yeah. but a lot of times I'm like wait wait you're throwing that away like she's like shut the fuck up the kids I'm like yeah but no you can't throw yeah, that away. Yeah. And and she's like but why? And I have to like defend it. You know? <laughs> I know. And I'm it's like, hard. but I'm like, but don't you remember? Like, we she would sit down and she'd sing this little song with it, or you know, whatever. And, you know, and she'd yeah. be like, "All right, fuck it, okay." She, like she does, she does shit when I'm not around, so I don't fucking take the stuff out of the garbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot yeah, of times, the kids would be like, "Fine," you know. But I, there are a lot of things that I get sentimentally attached to, and I'm like, "But no, you can't." It's tough, man. When Juliana was a baby. We had, you know, the the one room that that led to the that led to the deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that room before it became our like office or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was her playroom, and we had right. like, we had it set up fucking awesome. Since yeah. we since we only had one kid who barely moved, we it was you know everything had a place. Yeah, and, yeah. And literally, we when Jen Jen would go in and put her literally put her down for to sleep at night you know swaddle her put her down or you know or just not not swaddle because that you know but change her yeah yeah, her, yeah. You know, put her down i would be in the toy room putting everything away but like not like oh i'm gonna put this in her toy chest it's i'm gonna set her tea set up so that tomorrow when she goes to play with it there's the teacup and there's the tea kettle and like, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I would set up her little people and I'm like, all right. So, and I would connect everything back together again. And I would put the little, like the little figurines in it, whatever. And like, that was my job. And like, it was 
picture perfect. The rug, yep. the rug was clean. The mm-hmm. everything, you know, whatever. And like, so, so then when it came time to start throwing shit away, like I would just remember, like sitting there, Juliana's a baby, and and here I am, like putting everything away, like things that I took care to yeah. save for her, and like I remembered the shit that she played with. Because that's the stuff that I had to clean up all the time. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah. Was, there was stuff on the side that she didn't touch, and you know, whatever. Then you're, like, then you're good with getting rid of that, you know. Yeah, uh, but there were there were certain things that I'm like, you can't you can't touch that. You, you know, and, and yeah, and and there are certain things my parents saved me that, like, to this day I still have, you know, from when I was younger, you know, with with, with whatever it was it and. You know, there was some sentimental shit, you know, like with with them as well, you know, and, and it, it's 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 just like a tough thing to like get over sometimes. It, it really is. Yeah. All right. So we're talking about bedtime stories, which we're doing nothing about, <laughs> which I love it. I love it because this is this is what we do, yeah. you know, like like and, and like this is the thing that the stories actually trigger in our head yeah. is 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 all the things, you know with our kids growing up and now, you know, the kids are getting older and all these things that we're trying to, you know, you know, as parents, like, like, like we're in our forties, we're early forties, mid forties. <laughs> no, but still like, 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 you know, you have a 16 year old daughter, I have a 13 year old kid, but then you got a bunch of little ones too. Yeah. So you're still in the little one phase. I'm, I'm out of it. You know, I, I got a, you know, 13 and 11 year old. And 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 they're two of the shittiest kids on on earth, you know, like attitude wise. And and once again, a redeeming factor of all this is that a bunch of the people I work with have kids right around the same age, and they say the same shit <laughs> that they are assholes <laughs> at this age, just complete shitty. Assholes, just shitty people. <laughs> they are. They really are. And and you know, if, if you've ever dealt with 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 year old kids, they are assholes. I think 13, 14 is the like right now is the worst because this is like this is like the big step in like, I'm not a kid uh-huh. and I'm not an adult. I'm not a teen really, even though you're 13, 14, you're still yeah. a little fucking twerp, but like I'm awkward as shit. I got pimples. I fucking just grew 10 inches, you know, <laughs> and, and you're, and you're like, what? And, and, and I'm looking at him like, what the fuck is going on? And he's looking at, you know, he's looking at me. He's like, yo, fuck you, dad. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. It's, oh boy. I feel like I'm in therapy right now. Are we talking about stories or am I, am I in therapy? Hey, I, I really feel like I'm in therapy. Stories, you know. All right. Anyway, what's your next story? <laughs> right, my, next, my next story is Brown Bear by Bill Martin Jr. All right. And th- this is... This is one of them that we read to all the kids. All right. Yeah. This is one of my favorites because it was the quickest. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, brown bear, you know, goes through the whole thing. Brown bear, brown bear, what do you see? Oh. I see a goldfish looking at me. Fuck yeah. So, so um, that was another one that both kids, as they as they got older, they obviously couldn't read it, but they but they memorized what was um, you know what was coming up and whatever. And what I liked about this was I used to like. I used to like teach them like what a dog was, what a, you know, what a bear was, what this was, that was goldfish and what the colors were, you know? So I was trying to teach them as, you know, like what, you know, what color is this? What, you know, and um, they loved it and they knew what was coming and, you know, and they, and they read along with us, you know, and I, I loved it. And yeah. Um, and it's funny because I, I never like, like these, these stories, what's funny is like, like I said, my parents read me stories when I was a kid, but not like, but not like, I don't know, the classic stories, not like the ones that like, everybody's like, oh, you got to read this one and you have to read this one. And all they read this to me when I was a kid, I never had that. Yeah. I had these like random books, which I fucking loved, you know, and I'm, and uh, I'm not, I'm not saying like my parents were like bad fucking parents for, for not reading me the classic, whatever. But like when, when Jen and I were having kids and starting to try and collect these, these books, you know, I'm looking for these random like books and she's like, oh, we have to get brown bear and we have to get this one. And we yeah, have to get yeah. and I'm like, I'm like, what do you mean? And she's like, Well, this is like this is like the book. And I'm like, What what do you I'm like, what do you mean the book? I'm like, don't you just read whatever? She's like, No. She's like, look, there's a stamp on it. And it says it's the fucking scholar, whatever gold medal winning. What I'm like, I don't know. I, I, I was like, I've, I never had that. I was like, yeah, I was like, give me a little golden book and I'm happy. Yeah. You know? yeah, well, yeah. But those little golden books actually had longer paragraphs than a lot of the. Oh yeah. They were that are out today. They, those yeah. are like, like almost legit books. <laughs> like they were Dude, like, long. I used to read, I used to read a star Wars episode seven book, little golden book to right. kept to Kevin to put him to bed. And he loved it. He used to want me to read it every night. Right. And it took so long. All right. <laughs> it took so long that I literally <laughs> stopped it in like in like the middle somewhere. I'm mean, like, up oh, tomorrow, we're gonna read the rest of this one. Cause I was like, oh yeah. my god. I was like, get the fuck to sleep. Go to fuck and to like, sleep. I, I was like, this is just like I can't. Because yeah, no. like what would happen is he would stop me on every page. He'd be like, Dad, what's that? And I'm like that. So start. I'm like that. It's a star destroyer. That what's that? I'm like that's BB-8. I'm like uh, and like it was. It, I, I couldn't believe how long it was. Yeah. And, no. and I'm like, I, and, and what what's funny is because I was so exhausted. Do you know how many times I would fall asleep reading the book? <laughs> yep. I, listen, I know because because we all know having kids are exhausting. You know. It's exhausting. Yeah. Oh, God. 
right, so that I got my llama llama <coughs> and brown bear. What what what's your next one? All right, I just want to make a little comment about brown bear. I because yeah. that was in my arsenal, and because it was like we got to read. I think I think that we had to read like three to four books a night. It was like I think we had some ridiculous thing, oh, wow. and definitely brown bear was on the arsenal. And and just thinking back to brown bear, all right, brown bear obviously is a book where like your child will be able to pick it up and look at it and pretend to read it. Yes, right. It's one of those, and and it's like, oh my god, my kid could read. No, <laughs> <Don't>. dickhead. <laughs> they they memorize you reading it because it's obvious there's a fucking purple fucking cat on the fucking page. All right. And, and, and it's fucking obvious, but here's the fucking brilliance of this book that, you know, like there, there's a lot of different theories of, on how people read, you know, like remember phonics back in the day. No, phonics I, is, I, I don't remember, phonics, but I was hooked on it. <laughs> phonics is basically gone. You know, and, and like people have studied that you read through like memorizing words. You don't you don't read like with phonics. Maybe a word you don't know, you like sound out with phonics, but but like like you basically look at a word and you know what it is, you know, without yeah. like 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 the word because you're not like be because you're looking at that word, you're like, I know that word's because, because you, because you've already done it and thinking. So I think Brown Bear is one of those books where it's like, this is the kid's first, like, legit chance to actually sight read. Where it's like, uh-huh. like, like they're gonna see words at the top of like Brown Bear. Oh, it's gonna fucking stick in their head. You know, just because of the simplicity of the book and the simplicity of the pictures. All right. Anyway, I'm sorry. No, uh, you're right, and it, and it, it, it gives that it also gives them the illusion that they're reading, yes, which which makes them fall in love with reading, yes, you know, they're, yes. like, they're and, like, look yeah. at me, I can read, and you eventually know? they're gonna look at those words and be like, oh shit, that says brown bear, brown bear. What did you see? You know what I mean? It's eventually it's gonna click in their fucking head, you know. Um, all right, so I'm I'm gonna go on. Um, we had a lot of Dr. Seuss books with the kids, you know, and, um, one, one of, one of the books they really, really did like, you know, it's a book that had, uh, you know, caught a lot of controversy lately was, um, um, Mulberry street, you know, uh, we read, I, I, I've read that to them many, many, many times. That was one of their favorite books, you know, and, uh, the reason, that they liked that book was because of the they're a little racists. No, no, not at all. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, ter- that's terrible. You, you know, it, no, it's a children's what, book. What, you know, well, I, I honestly, dude, you you told me about this, and I was like, and I asked you, I'm like, what was that? And you're like, oh, it, w- it was a book that was canceled, and I have, I, I still, t- I still, right now, don't even know what. There, there was one line in the book. All right, so so basically the book is the kid get the kid is on his way home from school, and every day his dad asks him, What did you see on your way home from school? And so on all Dr. Seuss books, it builds into this 
from a very simplistic like like idea into a gigantic like like elaboration of a story where it went from like a simple walk home to like I saw all this crazy shit, you know, you know, uh-huh. and and it's a build upon a build upon a build upon. And next thing you know, there's a fucking parade and there's a fucking carnival, and, you know, and and so so a lot of the a lot of the books that he had, you know, that basically, uh, you know, what he was doing. It was just like an imagination of a of a child, you know, and the thing that was uh, what they what got very upset about this book was there was a line where it's like they said a Chinese man eating with sticks, you know, and that's what it was. And a big magician doing tricks. And, you know, it it was just like, it was just like part of the thing, you know, But what I guess the way the Chinese man was drawn, the the way he was drawn and he was holding a, a cup with noodles and he had the sticks with the noodles and he, you know, but once again, it was all about the elaboration of the story where it went from like, ah, uh, uh, no, I just saw a cart with, with a horse and a wagon on Mulberry street yeah. to, Oh my God, I saw this parade. And then I saw all this and I saw all these different, you know, cult, you know, and I think, I think what he was going for, he was going for all these different cultures and all these different things that I've seen. Maybe I don't truly understand it, but like, it was kind of like, and he hit everything, you know, it was just like, it was like really cool, you know? And, and, you know, it, it and there was like some, uh, um, uh, like kind of like India references where Taj upon his throne, you know, and everything like that, you know, but once uh-huh. again, it was just kind of like, you know, a big elaboration of a story, you know, and you know, it, it is what it is, you know, but, um, you know, so like you used with, to read that to them all, all the time. Yeah. It was one of their favorites. You know, so. so let me let me tell you this story. Another another fucking tangent. We're about to go on. Oh boy! So about about a week or two ago, um, Jennifer gets a phone call. All right, and it's the it's the director of Allison's daycare. Okay, and she's like, I got to talk to you about. Um, an incident that happened at school today with Allison. <clears throat> um, she um, she got into like a little argument with a with a I think it was a little boy. I think it was a little boy. Um, she had gotten into an argument with him, and uh, it was over. It was over a doll. Okay, and he had one doll and Allison wanted it and he gave her another doll and she didn't want that doll. And the reason that the teacher was calling us was because it was a black doll. Okay. So that she was like, we just have to talk about this because it's an issue, whatever. And Jennifer was like, what the hell? Like, like, why is Allison rejecting this, this like black doll? Like, yeah. And um, what do you call uh, the director sat down with, with the teacher and she was like, let me show you this. She was like, let me show you this Facebook post. And it's my daughter. Okay. At the 
Black Lives Matter rally holding up a sign that says Black Lives Matter. So she's right. like, I don't really think that this is like, that this has, you know, like, I don't think this yeah, is yeah. A, an issue. So um, she's like, but we know we have to, you know, we have to make sure that this is not, you know, whatever. So Jennifer is like devastated. She's like, I can't believe that, you know, so she sits down with Allison and she interrogates her about about the doll. Yeah. And she's like, why? She's like, why didn't you want to play with the doll? And she's like, she's like, because it had, because it was wearing this type of clothes. She's like, oh, because it was ugly. And we we're like, oh, fuck. Oh, God. And she was like, she's like, because it had this clothes on and I wanted to be wearing like the princess dress or whatever. And, yeah. and I, I don't know if it was like a boy doll or, or whatever it was, but she gave all these different reasons and yeah. not, and not one of them had anything one of them to, had do. to do anything with that was, yeah. But it uh, was like, so like Jennifer was like so fucking relieved. She was like, Oh my God. Like, thank God that she, she's not like, she's not like seeing this and like portraying yeah, yeah. it, you know but like the the director was like when the teacher told me this she's like i had to show her the picture of allison at the black lives matter yeah, yeah, yeah. she's like because there's no way you know like she's not you know there's no way she's not being taught that yeah at home or or, or whatever and she's she's just not like and, and allison out of everybody loves everyone no yeah, matter you know does, no matter yeah, what does. so um so it was just like 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 jen's heart dropped right like, when, when she got the call and then once we once like she started interrogating her it like it all made sense right so but uh oh. but yeah it just your story just made me think of just made me think of that right <laughs> that's funny all right, hold on. Uh, oh boy! All right, so my next one, uh, the very hungry caterpillar. Oh yeah, by, that's on every, that's on everybody's by list. Eric Carl. Now again, never read that when I was a kid, but Jennifer's like, gotta have it. It's one of the classics. I'm like, yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, you're the te- you're the man. Te- uh, you're the first grade teacher. <laughs> so. Very Hungry Caterpillar, for those of you that don't know, it's about a little caterpillar that was born from a little tiny egg on a leaf, and then it becomes, it pops out of the little egg, and it becomes a caterpillar, and the caterpillar is very, very hungry because it needs to grow. Mm. So it starts to eat everything. It eats the leaf, and then it finds a picnic, I guess, because it goes through, like, Candy and fucking yeah, ice yeah, cream yeah. and it, it, whatever. That, that, that motherfucker eats everything. Everything. All right. So, um, and then at the very end, it gets nice and fat. And it makes a cocoon around itself. And then it turns out to be a beautiful butterfly. <laughs> All right. So, uh, <laughs> fucking story sucks so i like that story because um again it's teaching it's teaching the kids like what 
what all this stuff is. What does a plum right. look like? What does a lollipop look like? What does a slice of pie look like? What you know? What do strawberries look like? And it's like on this day, she the very hungry caterpillar ate one blah blah blah. On the this day, it ate two oranges and it ate three plums. Yeah, so, yeah. So it goes through all the stuff. So it's teaching them, it's teaching them uh, how to count because I would stop and I would say, all right, count the plums and they would count them up. All right, count this, but count them up. Um, and I would point at the picture and say, what is that? So it was a lot of recognizing, you know, stuff and what it was and, yeah. and counting the, counting the, the number of, of items and whatever. Uh, but it was another one that was something that they could memorize. And I would go, but he was still, and and like they would go hungry, yeah. you know. Um, I remember Juliana did it, Kevin did it, and Allison. That all, all said hungry. Yeah. Um, and then at the at the end, when it becomes a butterfly, we had, we had the we had the book that was like big. Oh, it popped. Yeah, yeah. No, no, not a, not a, it wasn't a pop up. It was just it was just a really big book. Yeah. So um, what what would happen was at the end when it became a butterfly, I would I would take it by the spine, and I would I would make it like flap up yeah. and down so so that it would look like a the butterfly is like flying, and they they fucking love that shit. They ate that shit. Ah, that's awesome. All right. So what's your next one? What number are you on? Uh, one, two, three. I did. Three. Am I on three or four? I think I started, so I think you're you're on three. Oh, fuck, I got, I got a couple more. Um, you know what's funny? Like you mentioned, Eric Carley, and and we had a bunch of his books. Uh, and, so, so and, do we. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and um, I remember there was a rubber duck one. I don't remember the story because it's been like a long time since I've read it. I think that one has to do with counting too. Yeah, yeah, it, it was like it was like it was like a story about a rubber duck, and it was like not a real rubber duck, and I think there was other rubber like real ducks around it. I I can't I can't remember the story, but I remember reading that one, and like the whole con like listen, it was I'm talking this is, I mean it's been like a long time since I read my kids' stories. I'm not gonna lie, you know, and um, that that was definitely one. This this is a terrible description of uh you know anything we're trying to talk about right now but i remember we had a bunch of eric carley stories and i'm just gonna like hang that out there <laughs> you know that like i would just i would pick one because they were quick and easy to read <laughs> <laughs> because i had to read four you're getting four of the quickest ones <laughs> yeah see we see that's that's one thing that we didn't do we didn't sit there and read an arsenal of books yeah every once in a while we 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 threw a second one in there, but like we would not sit there with a stack of books and, and just. Oh, we didn't have a stack of books. We we had to read four. We read four a night, you know, and um, you know, it's just kind of what we did. And I picked the quickest ones. And Eric Carley books were simple, easy, and because I was fucking tired, and yeah. and they were nightmares, you know. And it was just like, oh god, just go to fuck the bed. All right, so um. Our next one for 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 me again, all three of the kids, they yeah. loved Good Night Moon, mm. which is like t- to me. I think that's 
that's like the one. Yeah. That's like the one everybody has to have to, you know. Yeah. yeah and yeah. and it's funny because um I I don't think I had this book. I don't think I was read this book by my parents, but I but I there were there were certain parts of that book when I first started reading it to the kids that like little synapses were sparking in the back of my head. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. was like, I was like, somebody read this book to me. Right. You know, like somebody when I was a kid read this point. shit to me. <coughs> so this is another one. In the great big room, there, there was a blah, 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 blah. All right. Um, and uh, I would make, I would make the kids respond and i would say um uh and there was a blank and sh- and uh, uh, there were three little bears and they were go sitting on chairs all right so like they would do they would do like the response um and that was pretty cool you know um again having them in- involved with it and and you know thinking that they're reading and, and stuff like that um uh, you know, in the, where's the mouse that's in the little house, like all that stuff. I would have them yeah. fi- find that stuff. Where's the red balloon? Um, so, um, good night moon. That's, that's the one, like we used to, we used to read that a lot. Yeah. That, that got a lot of wear and tear. And we had like four, we had like four copies of it. One was like a giant, wow. a giant copy one was like the the, the smaller like pocket sized version of it. Yeah. So, what's your next one? How many do I got left? Two. Uh. Yes, because I'm gonna all do right. my last one next, and then you do your last. One. All right. So, so uh, I remember one of the ones we read every night when they were really little was "I Love You Through and Through." Ooh, okay. And it, yeah, and it's uh, you know basically a book. I love you through and through of your top side and your bottom side, and your you know it, it just you know all like all about everything that we love about you, you know, and things like that. So you know it it was just it was once again another quick story, you know, just you know I love you through and through, you know, one of those <laughs> you know things like that, you know, and you know as the kids got older we just stopped reading that one because we're like, oh God, <laughs> just uh, <laughs> I suck, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but I, I remember, you know, Jen reading that to the kids a lot. I read it to them too, you know, and, uh, you know, that was, it was just, it was there. It was there. It was there. You know? It was there. All right, guys. All right, so my last one. Okay. Is a book that was read to me when I was a kid. Mm. Um, and it was read to me by my grandmother, uh, my grandma, Betty. And I used to go stay with her and my grandfather for like a week at a time or whatever. Um, she lived in, she lived in Jersey city and she lived in this apartment building and, um, you know, I would, I would sleep in this in this one room it was like their guest room um and it 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 was kind of scary you know i was in i was in the dark and the door closed and they had a they had like a nightlight but it was still fucking scary as shit um and they um 
here's, here's something kind of weird. Okay. <laughs> In this room, okay, All right. there was like a there was like a bookshelf or or like a like a dresser or I don't know, whatever it was. Um, but they had they had uh, pictures on them. Okay. And one of them was one of them was of my mother. Oh right? okay. But real mother. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, bio mom. Um, and <laughs> she so so she wasn't around a lot when I was like when I was like you know, yeah. When when the divorce like first happened, she wasn't really around a lot, you right. know. So like I didn't really recognize her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like, I know what you're saying. And I didn't recognize her from this picture. And um, I think one of the reasons is I, I think she might not have had her glasses on. And I, I really just recognize, I really remember her wearing glasses a lot. Glasses. Um, and and uh, and I think her, I think her hair was different because I think she she had she had longer hair when I remembered her, but in the picture she had like this weird short haircut that almost looked like a mullet but it wasn't it wasn't, yeah, 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 yeah. It wasn't in the 80s so whatever um and she looked real real young and the picture was like taken almost like i guess it was like at like a like one of those sears places where they had like a backdrop yeah but it was like it was almost like the backdrop was like black and there was like that there was like that like single single like uh like reflection of light on her face like almost like it was candlelight right so the picture looked fucking creepy as hell it's here's this woman who i barely know like you know whatever and like i feel like she's like looking at me and like she's in this like (laughs) she's in like the dark she's like in the shadows nah she's got a mullet (laughs) yeah it was so fucking weird um, oh, it's funny. So my grandmother used to come in and read. Oh, she used to read like a whole shit ton of stories to me. Yeah. Um, and <clears throat> like, like she used to sit on the bed. Oh, and we said our prayers. She, we, she used to make me say my prayers with her. And yeah. then um, then we would read. And she used to she used to read a shit ton of stuff to me. Um, and that that would make me feel better you know, sleeping in the, sleeping in the bed in that room. Um, and by the time she was done, I would like, I would kind of be knocked out. Um, but my favorite one that she used to read to me was one called Farmer Grover. All right. Oh, uh, yeah, I know that one. All right. So. That, in, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a golden book too. Right? Almost, yes. It could, yes. I, I yeah, think yeah. it, yeah. But it was kind of shaped like it was it was not shaped like Grover, but it was like like his head and like the pitchfork. Like he had a pitchfork. It was like kind of cut out around it. Oh, 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 okay. Totally different book then. Yeah. It was almost like a board book. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, I'm Farmer Grover. I'm just putting on the voice. (laughs) It was like it talked. Um, But he was like, I'm Farmer Grover. And um, I'm gonna do everything the farmers do, and like he was, he was like, pull, he was like pulling the wagon and like doing like right. all, all this stuff, 
and, and you know, it's like the seventies. And the book, I just, I just looked it up. The book actually came out in seventy-seven. <clears throat> nice. The very nice. first printing of it. And again, this is a, this is a Sesame Street book, and Grover was, Grover was my favorite growing up, and I used to, I used to, I just loved this book, and. You know, he would be like, oh, I'm, um, oh, and I remember like th- they were like ducks or like geese or something. And they were like, are you our mother? And he's like, no, <laughs> I'm not your mother. But it was, and he did all this. He, he would act out and do all this stuff that that the farmers yeah, yeah, were yeah. supposed to do. And I just absolutely loved that book. Um, the illustration was awesome. You know, it's a it's a Sesame Street book, and as a matter of fact, let me let me um, the writer of the book, his name is Norman Stiles, and Norman Stiles was a writer on Sesame Street. So it's not like some random dude just wrote, a, you know, a Sesame Street book. It was yeah, like, yeah. It, it was like Sesame Street itself was writing this book. Right. Um, so it was like it was like perfect, and I and I loved it, and it and it got me to it got me to sleep, and it gave me comfort, and I. Absolutely love that book. Right. All right, your final one? All right, my final one. All right, this would be the book and the only book I would read because it was very long, all right, uh, to the kids. And they both genuinely liked it. And it was a fun read. And, you know, to this day, I still enjoy this book. Like, I would just flip through it myself sometimes and – just look at the pictures and, you know, just go through it quickly. Um, it was uh, Dr. Seuss, If I Ran the Circus. Ooh. All right. So, so like, this book is one of the books that the kids really, really liked. And they really enjoyed listening to. And they really enjoyed, you know, just just the, the you know, um, what, what, what's, what's the word for it? It's a... Uh, like an elaborate once again another big elaboration of a story you know basically the book starts out where a kitty's like oh man look at this you know old lot you know you know Sneelock's store you know it's just you know he's just got this shitty store you know and he's and this open lot you know i'll clean this up and i'll do a circus right and yeah. and i'll call it the circus mcgurkis you know the circus mcgurkis the su- supreme of the you know like any and, he, and so, so basically it starts out where it's like, you know, I'm going to go into this old abandoned lot and I'm going to put on a circus and, and every page builds upon builds upon builds, you know, and, and just getting, and the circus gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And, and, you know, and, and he's just elaborating this entire story where it just becomes the biggest thing ever you know, in the world. And, and what the one thing I liked about it was the, you know, the, the, the guy, like there was a, the guy who owned the lot, his name was Sneelock. And, and, and basically th- this kid would, would do all this crazy stuff. He'd have all the, the wild animals, you know, like all the Dr. Seuss books and, and, you know, like how did Dr. Seuss books have, would have the, um, Made, made up animals yeah. type thing. So he would have them in the circus and then like all of a sudden he throws Sneelock in and he's like, he's going to jump through fire or he's going to do this, you know? And so like, 
<coughs> you know, he would, you know, like he'd lay there, you know, because he's got nerves of steel and, you know, he'd put him in all these crazy things. Then he'd go back to these wild animals. Then he'd go back to Steelock and he's going and he's going to jump, you know, off of 30 foot tower and jump down because that's what he does, you know, because <laughs> that's his job, not mine, you know. And these like the workers love work, just work us, please work us, you know. It was a circus, but you know, and, and it was just like, you know, it, it's it's just like a cool, like, you know, it's a cool story, it's a cool book, you know, and 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 that they fucking loved it. You know, and I I love reading it because it's one of those stories that like you can tell I'm getting excited about it. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, and, and it's just like one of those things where that was that was the book that I read to them the most. Now Jen would tell you, my wife Jen would tell you a different story of the your, book she read to them. Your wife but Jen? but my wife Jen. But for me, that was the story. That was the one, that was the book, that was the one they that I always read to them, you know, and and they loved it you know so anyway nice all right um i have one honorable mention okay it's neither a book that was read to me nor did i ever read it to my children but in the i remember in the time that we were like buying books to read to the kids right i was looking through I was looking through these different uh, children's books to, you know, to read. And I came across this one and it's called, um, it's called Love You Forever, written by Robert Munch and Sheila McGraw. And I was like, oh, this, this seems like a cute little book. Right. So I, so I started reading it in like, I was, we were in like a, a Barnes and Noble. So I start reading it. And it go, it's, it's a really beautiful book that goes through like, um, like the, the mom is like raising this kid and she's like, I love you forever. And like when she's like a little baby and then um, she, the, the, the kid starts to get like a little older and she's like, will you, will you love me when I'm doing this? Or Ew, you and you like this? Like, I know this book. So wait. Stop. So I'm so I'm reading this and I'm like I'm like I'm like wow this is pretty cool because it's it's you know it's uh as the kids getting older so the kids are learning about growing up and whatever and all of a sudden it takes a fucking turn on me and the last the last page is the mom is now dead old, not basically dead. yeah old and the daughter or the son whichever one it is is holding the mother and the son now says I love you forever and I was bawling (laughs) I was bawling I know this book in the middle in the middle of in the middle of Barnes and Noble and here's the thing it was one of those I didn't see it coming, right? I I, oh. I didn't because because who who does dude, that? Who does that? Fucking, dude, the fucking mom snuck in the fucking adult's house and was hugging her adult son in this fucking book. I know this book. I know this book. It was the fucking creepiest fucking book on earth. 
All right. Uh, I know. And, and, and I saw and it funny, differently. <laughs> Jen's sister. That she read this to her kid every night. I know this book. And I was like, I have this book. And I'm telling her, I go, this book is fucked up. I go, I go, there's problems. I go, the people that wrote this book have problems. I go, this is not a good book. It was terrible. All right, go on. Um, so I, I, I started reading it. And, and at the end, when it just changes on me. Yeah. It was like, it was like, I'm reading, I'm reading it. And then I was just like, And I was like, oh my God, oh my God. I'm like, I can't buy this book with my kids. Oh my God. <laughs> Yo, there was none of that with me. I was like, what the fuck am I reading? I swear to God. Jen was like, she brought this book home and she's like, oh my God, my sister loved reading this to her kid. And I'm like, all right, let's give it a go. Or right, let me look through it. Let me look at it. And I'm, and I'm reading it. And I'm like, all right, that's cool. All right, that's cool. All right, all right, he's a little bit older. That's cool. And then, oh, wow, he's kind of older now. That's cool. When she creeped in his fucking room as an adult and was, like, like cradling him, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then she got old. And yeah. then he had to do it to her. I'm like, oh, God. I was like, oh, oh no. And I'm like, oh, fuck, mom's going to die. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like one of those weird things. And I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. It, it was terrible. Uh, I'll send you pictures tomorrow. I'll, make, right. I'll make your ball so, at work. <laughs> so, so listen, it says, um, Love You Forever, the beloved book by Canadian author Robert Munch <laughs> about a parent's overwhelming love for their child is a staple on children's bookshelves around the world in Canada and beyond. It's also, if you happen to have read it recently, perhaps better understood as an allegory because one part of the story, lovely as it is, stretches credibility just a little. The beginning where the mom repeatedly tells her baby how much she loves him, even when he's being super annoying, that's adorable. The end when the son is grown up and sings to his ill mother and then to his own baby, unspeakably moving. But it's the middle, the part where the son is a grown adult living on his own and the mom will occasionally sneak into his bedroom to check on him and sing him a lullaby. That's kind of weird. And is then, that not what I just said? So wait, wait. It says, enter, to <laughs> enter Topher Fixed It, Atlanta-based playwright Topher Payne's project to provide alternate endings to classic kids' books that might inadvertently pass on some not altogether healthy ideas. Payne is a big fan of Munch's original book, he told uh, HuffPost. Uh, it's a beautiful story, he said, when the mother's actions are taken metaphorically, it expresses a parent's boundless love for their child and the desire to nurture and offer affection at all stages of the child's life. But when taken literally, it's a bit iffy to say the least especially because of the implication that the son will repeat his mom's slightly creepy behavior. <laughs> it, sets up yep. the, it sets up the cycle of behavior repeating itself in the end, Payne said, 
Clearly the son is inheriting his mother's routine and presumably her ladder. <laughs> That's just chilling. <laughs> oh so, my. So he's writing he, he's writing <clears throat> or wrote a uh, an alternate ending to fix what's so fucked up about that book. But yeah, I I I got it. I, I got it a different way when I was reading reading it. And I was like, oh, oh my god. Oh yeah, yeah, did you? <laughs> You know what's funny? You, you you're talking about like like weird shit like that and alternate endings. I remember Sesame Street used to have some weird shit on it. You know, I remember Sesame Street would have like 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 how can I say it? Like street artists on. Yeah. And I remember one time they had these things on called Moment Shines. And they 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 had like, like they were dressed in all black. Remember they went. Oh, with the toilet artsy? paper. No, they they were the they, toilet they, paper eyes. Yeah, no, not yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it would be an expression. No, they were more like calendars. They were more like calendars. Like like remember the rip away calendars. Like like every day you ripped the paper off and it was just like oh that that's day one day two. And they would rip the paper off and would be emotions and shit like that. I'm like, whoa. You know, like you you, you remember that shit though, right? Or, or oh, are you fuck, tripping balls? Fuck yeah, I remember that. All right, all right. <laughs> it's like, all right. <clears throat> yeah, it was like totally, exactly like toilet paper eyes, but it was like, oh my God, wild. I mean, I, no. I'm, I'm glad it's not just me. No, no, no. I'm, this, this is something else that, that you're talking about which I believe I slightly remember at some point, but wait, no, there's, there's something with, um, I, I got, I gotta, I gotta find it. What was it? Did was we, it on Sesame Street? It, it was on, it was on Sesame Street or something. It was something on PBS. Definitely. Right. But oh God, it was like, it was. it was like, it was dressed all in black and it was on a stage that was all black <clears throat> And it danced around, and it and on its head, yeah, where a face should be, was just two giant like rolls of toilet paper, and it and it, like it would like move its head like around, and and then every once in a while it would like slap the toilet paper so like the so like the oh roll would spin and shit. It was fucked up. Fucked Dude, up. It was probably one of those breaks that Sesame Street did. It was probably on Sesame Street where they would have. Yeah, this artsy like, shit. It was like cutaway. Yeah, yeah. It was like an artsy shit, you know, yeah. like in between. That's what the moment shines were. They were creepy as shit. Yeah. Oh boy. <clears throat> uh, anyway, so I put this up on the on the gram. Um, told people to tell us what your um, what your favorite uh, bedtime story was. Right. And we got random picks. NJ commented, "I spit on your grave." <laughs> oh, really? Is that is that a story? Huh? A hell of a story. Is, is that a story? It's a it's a it's a horror movie. Oh, right. So I uh, I commented with like shocked and scary faces and with the like the the, the emoji with the scream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he says, "Takes all kinds, man. Takes all kinds." <laughs> Jesus Christ. So uh, yeah, um, so that's gonna do it for us um, talking about our favorites and um, 
you know, stuff that we used to read to our kids and, and stuff like that. But um, John, we have a little, uh, we have a little surprise for our. Oh, oh, little little surprise for everybody. Yes, I know we do. No, this is this is the ultimate. I would say the ultimate bedtime story. <clears throat> and at one point, I think every parent in the world will say, "Yeah." This is how I feel. All right. <laughs> Hold on. All right. Uh, I'm trying to pull it up too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we are going to read. We're going to read to you. All right. Maybe you, maybe you guys could um, play this as you are ready to drift off to sleep. And John and I could read this story to you. And... You know, maybe our soothing voices will uh, will help you get a get a good night's rest. Are you uh, are you ready there, John? Yeah, I'm ready. I had to get my uh, I had to get my glasses on. <laughs> I had to pull it all See up. You fucking old <laughs> bastard. So, uh, oh, what's the uh, what's the name of this book, John? Oh, this book is called "Go the Fuck to Sleep." <laughs> By Adam Mansbach. Once again, at, at some point in every parent's life, like, this is how you feel. And, and for the most part, I think maybe 50% of the time, <laughs> this is how you feel. And because, like, of the shitty day you're having, or maybe. Like your kids are just exceptionally shitty this day. Yeah, this is it. All right, so so we're gonna read everybody a good night story. It's called "Go the Fuck to Sleep." All right, so I'll start it. Go ahead. The cats nestle close to their kittens. The lambs have laid down with the sheep. You're cozy and warm in your bed, my dear. Please. Go the fuck to sleep. The windows are dark in the town, child. The whales huddle down in the deep. I'll read you one very last book if you swear. You'll go the fuck to sleep. The eagles who soar through the sky are at rest. Like creatures who crawl, run and creep. I know you're not thirsty. That's bullshit. Stop lying. Lie the fuck down, my darling, and sleep. The wind whispers soft through the grass, hun. The field mice, they make not a peep. It's been 38 minutes already. Jesus Christ, what the fuck? Go to sleep. <laughs> Oh, I'm trying to pull myself there. All the nurse, all the nursery kids are in dreamland. The froggy has made his last leap. Hell no, you can't go to the bathroom. You know where to go. The fuck to sleep. 
The owls fly forth from the treetops. Through the air they soar and they sweep. The hot crimson rage fills my heart, love. For real, shut the fuck up and sleep. The cubs and the lions are snoring, wrapped in a big snuggly heap. How come you can do all this other great shit, but you can't lie the fuck down and sleep? The seeds slumber beneath the earth now, and the crops that the farmers will reap. No more questions. This interview's over. I've got two words for you, kid. Fucking sleep. The tiger reclines in the simmering jungle. The sparrow has silenced her creep, or her cheap. I'm sorry. Fuck your stuff, bear. I'm not getting your shit. Close your eyes. Cut the crap. Sleep. Flowers doze low in the meadows and high on the mountains so steep. My life is a failure. I'm a shitty-ass parent. Stop fucking with me, please, and sleep. The giant pangolas of Madagascar are snoozing as I lay here and openly weep. Sure, fine, whatever. I'll bring you some milk. Who the fuck cares? You're not going to sleep. This room is all I can remember. The furniture, crappy and cheap. You win. You escape. You run down the hall. As I nod the fuck off and John and sleep. <laughs> There's more. Oh, fuck. Go ahead. Uh, blearly and dazed, I awaken to find your eyes shut so I keep my fingers crossed tight as I tiptoe away and pray that you're fucking asleep. We're finally watching our movie. Popcorn's in the microwave. Beep. Oh shit, god damn it. You've gotta be kidding. Go the fuck back to sleep. <laughs> the, the end. end. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. John? This yeah, yes. You got anything else you gotta say? This this book. I'm just gonna say my my uh, boss actually showed me this book years ago, and I'm like, wow, this <laughs> sums it all up. Because at the end of the fucking day, you know, it, I, and I love how they're like the lions and the giraffes and the fucking cats and the dogs and all these fucking things. And all these myth mythical animals, they're all going to fucking sleep, and you ain't going to fucking sleep. Just go to fuck the fucking just go to fuck to sleep. And and I, th this book, I fucking love. 
it's 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 oh my god it's so fucking funny uh whoever wrote this deserves every penny they got so anyway so what do you got left to say hey have fun everybody You've been listening to the Big Stupid Podcast, presented in part by Anchor. Interested in becoming a podcaster like us? Anchor has everything you need to make a podcast all in one place for free. Check out anchor.fm today. Our theme music is licensed from BKFM Music Production through Audio Jungle. Visit audiojungle.com for all your royalty-free music and sound needs. Further promotional considerations provided by Powerbar. Guests of the Big Stupid Podcast received no compensation for their time opinions or any epic theories if you think you can handle being part of the show visit our social media sites and message us or email john and kevin at big stupid podcast at gmail.com not good enough for you okay mr big boy pants you can call 201-338-0098 and leave us a message and maybe we'll play it back on our next episode participants waive all rights to anything resembling coherence and or common sense the big stupid podcast is a production of party boss productions unlimited no portion of this podcast will be repodcasted or otherwise transmitted in whole or part without the expressed written consent of Jen. It's on you to figure out which one. Good luck and have fun.